The following audio is from Morningstar Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio. For more information about Morningstar, visit morningstardayton.org. Welcome back to our podcast. My name is Ben. I'm the associate pastor at Morningstar Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, and I'm joined uh, by John Decker, the lead pastor, and we are in quite a different uh, place this morning, aren't we, John? Yeah, absolutely, and I'm really impressed, man. You got this thing whole set up in, in Guatemala, yeah. and it's a beautiful morning, and we're coming to you live before a studio audience, yes. and it's very different for us because we've never, yeah, we've never we, done it this way before. We usually do it when nobody's like watching us, and we've had people ask like if we could record it so they could watch us do it, and we very quickly said, no, that's not a good idea. It's not a good idea at all. And, and so, but now, <laughs> now we're here, and we've got about six four-foot extension cords um, hooked together to get from the wall. And I put all this stuff in my suitcase and drug it down, hoping that it didn't make TSA really nervous because right. there was all kinds of cords and stuff in my. Right. So, but we're here, and uh, man, it's been an awesome trip so far. It has, and we're down here with 10 people from our church, and um, it's been super impactful already. I mean, we got here Sunday night, and and uh, we can't wait to get back and share with everybody kind of everything that God's done here, and it's just something about a mission trip and and being a, a part of one and seeing firsthand that God is, is still moving, like, around the world, and, yeah. and being able to take that back to where we're from and go, okay, well, God's still moving in Guatemala. He's got to be still moving in Centerville, Ohio, yeah. and, and in the Dayton area, and, and so uh, we're super excited about that, and, and everybody just seems to be just jumping headfirst into this, every new experience, and, and it's, it's been really cool to watch. Right, and, and our, our trip was led by one of our friends, um, mm-hmm. Jason Harmeyer, who's the vice president of Manor Worldwide, and we have been talking about doing a podcast with him for a while, yeah. and when we realized we were all going to be together here in Guatemala, we thought that what a better time to talk about missions with a guy from a mission organization who's also a friend of ministry friend of ours. Right than on a mission trip and make him do it at 6 30 in the morning yes and which is really good and on a mission trip it's awesome we love it yeah it's just <laughs> shaking but people up he was ready to do it like 5 30 and oh. we're like no no thank you sir right and so you might hear some different sounds this morning than you would normally hear um there's like birds and kids and the rooster's gonna fall. start here in a minute yeah the too, rooster's yeah, probably you. gonna start Something keeps falling on the roof above <laughs> us. I'm not sure what that is. So if you hear some different sounds, it's because we're not in our normal normal area. But we're really excited to be able to be right here in the midst of this culture that we've been with all week and, mm-hmm. and talk to Jason. And so I'm really excited to hear what Jason has to say this morning. Yeah, so Jason is the vice president of Mana Worldwide. And we just really want to... to have him give him the chance to come and and share with us one what what is what is mana and what does mana do and what's it about i mean we've got a chance to see it firsthand here um over the last couple of days and so jason first welcome um this morning thank you yeah and uh so hey uh tell us about mana a little bit yeah so uh mana has been around uh for uh 20 plus years and uh was started by uh, bruce and pam o'neill um in the philippines uh, it was their desire to have uh, a few different feeding centers um, as part of a uh, church plant uh, throughout the Philippines and um, kind of in an amazing uh, God kind of way. Uh, God uh, birthed a, a dream and a vision uh, much bigger than, than Bruce and Pam originally thought. 
and now uh, manage in uh, 46 countries uh, around the globe uh, with uh, uh, more than 200 different uh, programs uh, where they feed kids, uh, there's orphanages, there are water programs, and just a variety of things where they partner with local churches. Mm -hmm. And the whole uh, purpose and focus of MANA is rescuing kids out of the grip of poverty. And uh, that is physical poverty, that is spiritual poverty, that is relational poverty. Um, but one unique part about MANA, and for me it's the hallmark piece uh, that I love about MANA, is that they partner with the local church to help the church uh, be the hands and feet of Christ, um, both in the U.S. Uh, through Power Pack programs and MANA Cares and Disaster Relief. Um, but they also partner with churches globally with uh, feeding programs. Yeah, and what I love about even being here is is seeing and, and meeting the local pastors that are here, um, being connected with some of the missionaries that are from the states working with MANA, and talking to all of them. It, it's very evident that they'll be the first to tell you, like, our, our number one goal is the gospel, and and they're just so passionate about this is the community that we're in and we want to reach this community with the gospel of Jesus Christ and just being very intentional about that. And to me, that's just, it, it's, it's amazing to watch that happen and how it just started just years ago with two people that were given this, this vision by God of, of what he would want them to do and just no idea where God would take it uh, with 46 countries. And that's amazing. And, uh, but how, like your story, how you ended up with Mana is really, really awesome. And uh, I'd like for you to just kind of share um, how you ended up there. I mean, you started off as a missionary at one point. Yeah, so. it uh, wasn't uh, my original plan. In <laughs> fact, I was the guy uh, in Bible college that as uh, mission majors would pass me in the hallway, I would just kind of under my breath, uh, just like, you know, God, I'm glad it's them. <laughs> and uh, and yet um, it was a mission experience really, even in high school, uh, that caused me to um, uh, reevaluate my life and my future. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to uh, a place in Mexico uh, at 17 that radically transformed my life and um, because of that trip um, caused me to uh, really look at world missions in not uh, a, an obligatory way but uh, in a way that I saw the need um, to get involved personally mm -hmm. financially prayerfully um, but uh, but then after uh, Bible college I was a student pastor in Blue Ash Ohio and I was invited on a, yet another mission trip. And uh, it was really just to, to play some basketball and, and share my faith uh, with some other guys at halftime. And uh, after three weeks uh, there in the Philippines, I uh, had a missionary uh, approach me. And, and, uh, and we, we went and visited um, a, a large school. And, uh, and it was in that experience um, that, uh, that God really kind of got me out of my comfort zone and uh, the missionary uh, asked if, if I would consider coming back uh, to the Philippines and, and really investing in student ministry there. Um, and it was not even a, a second thought for me. I, I, I realized that it was a great opportunity. So I just responded that that would be mm -hmm. uh, something I would pray about for right. someone else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I just wanted to assure, uh, assure him at that point that it, it, was, it was definitely not me. Right, right. Uh, yeah. but, uh, um, but nonetheless, uh, I, I did. I, I asked that God would, uh, would lay that on someone's heart. And uh, three months after getting back to the States, I uh, went to my lead pastor and just said, um, I don't know if this is guilt or God, but I can't get that question <laughs> out of my mind about going back and, and right. being a part of what uh, was going on over there. And, 
and uh, and 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 Bruce uh, O'Neill was was the missionary that that invited me back, and and so the uh, my pastor said, let's call Bruce and Pam. Uh, maybe they just always invite everybody to yeah. come back. <laughs> maybe nothing. You just happen to be there. Yeah, I just happened to be that guy at that time. Um, so uh, so we did. We called him back, and uh, and I uh, I got a hold of Bruce and just said, listen, I don't know if you remember me, but uh, I was there three months ago and. Uh, you invited me to be a part of what God's doing here, and I just want to find out, is this something that uh, uh, that you were serious about? Mm-hmm. And um, and he said, tell you what, Jason, he goes, not only um, have Pam and I been praying that God would change your heart, uh, but we also uh, went ahead and ca- contacted our uh, home church at Hallmark and began uh, uh, borrowing money to build you an mm-hmm. apartment. Wow. And uh, their faith really inspired me uh, to step out. And uh, so at that point, I was the first uh, short-term uh, missionary that the, that the BBF had ever sent out. Okay. Um, and my commitment was two years at that time. Okay. All right. So you end up in the Philippines. And um, how long were you over there in the Philippines? Yeah, two years. Uh, I'm really slow at learning languages. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it took me two years just to kind of get to uh, a basic level of Tagalog. Okay. And uh, two years turned into almost seven years. Wow. Yeah. And uh, two of our three children were born over there, and we had just the privilege of, uh, of watching uh, the birth of, of kind of manna go from mm-hmm. uh, the one feeding program and, and had, had the chance to, uh, uh, to help Pam and, and Bruce um, uh, launch the second one. Okay. and the second church plant and it just exploded from there okay and so then you end up back in the states and tell us how you ended up um joining up with man i know you already kind of knew bruce obviously there was a connection there that god was working long before this was even happening but how did you end up being a part of mana now yeah so uh when i ended up coming back to the states and and moving to texas to work at, at a church there in texas i uh, uh was uh ultimately became uh, the missions pastor there and I wanted to give our church the same experience that I had mm-hmm. uh, to help onboard as many people uh, to see and experience um, missions um, in a whole nother way mm-hmm. and man it has always in my mind just been um, one of the best partnerships that a church could have uh, to onboard people and and give them an opportunity uh, to really uh, just immerse themselves into what God's doing around the globe. And so it started um, taking uh, as many people as I could uh, from my church and, and going to different places around the globe. Um, and my heart just continued to grow uh, uh, in, in, in lieu of what Mana was doing. Um, it was something I wanted to be a part of no matter where I was. Right, right. Uh, however, when, uh, when I ended up coming back to Ohio, um, it was uh, it was kind of obvious to me that God was stirring in my heart. Um, uh, I was able to uh, find an executive director and, and replace myself uh, at uh, the ministry that I was involved in at the time. And, mm-hmm. and Bruce uh, uh, and Keith uh, invited me to really consider uh, getting more involved, and uh, I couldn't say no. Right, absolutely. And so now, I mean, every year goes by, you're going deeper and deeper with Mana, mm-hmm. and. And some of that's still trying to be figured out, like, okay, what does that look like? But what what is your passion? I mean, obviously, I know I know we've known each other for a, a few years now, and so I know you. But what what is it that that your drive with Mana continuing moving forward? What does that look like for you? Yeah, for me, um, Mana is just an has the the capacity um, to partner with with local churches, both locally and globally, mm-hmm. uh, in a way that activates people 
um, in, in utilizing their gifts for God's glory um, and to be on mission. And so um, from my perspective, uh, whether it's um, getting kids uh, from a camp experience where mm-hmm. they're uh, understanding and unpacking the God that created them and loves them and has a plan for their life, uh, it's helping them go from that point of realization of who is God and helping them understand that they have a, uh, that they have a missional part to mm-hmm. play in, in their role as, uh, as a Christ follower. And, uh, and manages, helps churches um, accomplish that. Um, so whether it's camps or retreats, um, we just want to simply partner with the local church and, uh, and help them uh, funnel uh, what we hope to be hundreds and hundreds of students right. uh, to be world changers and to be next generational leaders. Absolutely, and what's so amazing is MANA is more than a humanitarian organization. It's more than a relief organization. It's all about the local church and really empowering the local church. And what I love about that is the empowering the local churches and the states especially to realize their their gifting that God has given them and their responsibility. With gifting comes that responsibility and that responsibility to help push and spread the gospel and through the feeding centers attached to the churches in countries. And what, what I love and what's been such a huge thing for us is when we connected and I said, hey, look, we, we're here at Morningstar and we're wanting to build a missions program, a, a, a a very intentional missions program more than just sending our money out somewhere to say hey you guys go do that but how you know building that up and you and I had conversations about the best way to start moving with that and you're like hey let's take them to Guatemala like this is a great place to to immerse them into what's going on and and so bringing them here has been all about and us being here has been all about moving forward what's that next step for our church moving forward and it's been it's been amazing um for me and you and i both know the power of a missions trip Mm -hmm. and i took when i took a missions trip down to nicaragua the teenagers that i brought and and some of the older uh people from our church went down there uh, man five years ago and out of all the teenagers that went on that trip um almost well all of them went to baptist bible college Mm -hmm. ended up going to baptist bible college um most of them are in ministry right now or serving in a ministry right now. And then one of the um, adults that went on our trip is now a missions pastor down in Texas. Something just happens uh, when you go on a missions trip. And, and so that's what we're looking for in this trip is how can God step in and reveal to all of us that are here, what does he want for Morningstar moving forward? Absolutely. How do we be more, how are we, how can we be more intentional with missions? And more than just sending money. And that's what I love about Mana. And so um, for you and for anybody who who are listening, whether you're in the Dayton area or wherever, um, I'm going to challenge and encourage you. This, it's, we've got to do something different. That's right. We've got to, churches in the States have got to step up and it's got to be more about just sending our money. It's, we got to start sending our people. That's right. And even being here and meeting um, uh, Pastor Hiro yesterday, there's so much need and not just physical. There's that spiritual darkness that's there and so prevalent. And he needs help. And in the States, how are we going to send help if we don't get our people on, on the field? I think that's a great point. And, and you, uh, you hit it on uh, the nail on the head as it relates to uh, our heart and our mission and our vision and partnership. Um, but also, uh, you know, I think we've kind of gotten to a place in, uh, in the Western church and, and, and certainly churches in America where we've um, stopped um, providing opportunities and, and believing that uh, that the that the young people uh, in our ministries um, can truly change the world, mm-hmm. and uh, and and we ask too little of them. And right. yet they have so much uh, that they can give, and so much that they want to give, and so much that they can give. 
Um, and so it's really inviting them. Uh, it's investing, but also inviting them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we just want to provide one more opportunity right. uh, to invest and invite students um, to go above and beyond maybe what they would have ever imagined and maybe what a lot of times churches uh, ask of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do believe they they have the capacity to be world changers. Right. Um, and so we're excited. We anticipate um, some amazing things that God's going to continue to do. Mm-hmm. And we just simply want to be a small uh, part in the process. Right. And now that you touched on that, you just reminded me, I want you, real quick, I want you to touch on how is MANA organizing some things through their camps and their retreats to raise up this next generation and current generation? Yeah, so MANA has uh, something called E3. Mm-hmm. Uh, E3 is, uh, is a process, a funnel. And it begins with um, uh, taking uh, thousands of students um, in multiple states uh, on a, a camp experience uh, where it's high energy, mm-hmm. high octane. Obviously, uh, uh, John, you've, you've spoken at our camps. And, um, and our whole goal there is to expose students to uh, the, the gospel, right. the good news. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from there, we, we found that a lot of times uh, camp is the crescendo. It's, it's, the, it's that kumbaya moment that, uh, you know, everybody has this awesome experience. But then three months later, uh, you know, uh, the, the reality sets in. Right. It uh, fizzles. It yeah. fizzles. Mm-hmm. The, the, the back to the reality of, of a tough home, mm-hmm. a tough community a school life that's not going so well. And so we want to, again, partner with the local church to say, hey, um, outside of camp and, and, and exposing students to this amazing story of, of, of the love of Christ, we want to invite churches to come back uh, within three to six months to what we call an equip retreat. Mm-hmm. So it goes from an engaged camp to an equip retreat. And that retreat has really discovered the me they were created to be. Mm-hmm. And, and John, that's, I think, essential um, in, in helping students identify that they have unique passions and gifts and abilities right. and, and even uh, tough experiences that God uh, can redeem. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, and it's through that uh, next step retreat that we really help position them in a way to say, um, would you consider, which is the bottom of the funnel, an e-trip and that goes from engage equip to empower Mm -hmm. and the idea is if you can get a a student before they graduate high school to experience cross-cultural missions Mm -hmm. uh, with uh, a willingness at the end of that trip to say you know what god if you call me if you lead me if you direct me my life is yours Mm -hmm. the rest of my life is yours i believe that that is is what uh, mana can help uh, in this process of missions absolutely and i love the idea we got to challenge them and and we don't challenge anymore and not just our young people we've got to challenge everyone right. and and so if somebody wanted obviously youth pastors can get involved one by by bringing their students to engage camps and getting connected um and they're in texas they're in ohio they're in pennsylvania and boston and more locations are going to be added here um as as the years move forward and so they can get connected that way but how can how can a church if a pastor is listening how can i if how can i get my people connected on a missions trip now how, what's the best way for them to go about doing that sure uh, there's there's multiple routes uh, to accomplish that um one way is if they really want to immerse uh, their students into an e3 process um you can go to Mana uh, Worldwide um, uh, through uh, our website and look at uh, our engaged camps and mm-hmm. see what's available. Um, and uh, if they want to plug into one of the camps or one of the next step events, um, all of that is available through the website uh, of engagedcamps.org. Uh, or if they want to just uh, say, you know what, like you all, mm-hmm. 
uh, we want to just kind of get our, uh, a taste of what right. uh, a mission trip looks like. Mm-hmm. What we'd like to think of uh, that one of our roles and one of the parts that we play is we take a lot of the logistics out of uh, the mission trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many things that can go wrong. Right. You take a group of students <laughs> or adults right. uh, overseas or uh, across the border. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and we'd like to, to think that, that we've done a lot of the heavy lifting so that as a pastor or student pastor, you can focus on the main thing. Mm-hmm. And that is um, your people, your students. Right. And we try to do that on every level, whether it's a camp or retreat or mission experience. Uh, we want to take away all the, the things that, uh, that matter um, but aren't the most important part of the, uh, the overall experience. Right. That's awesome. And I appreciate one, you being a part of this trip with us because this is huge for our church. And I, I can only, uh, I, I can only imagine moving forward for us, what this is going to look like even next year and, and every year and, and the intentionality that's going to come out of this and the vision and the passion. And, you know, we've said it a number of times, if we're not a missions church, we're not a church. And, and so just challenging our people to do that. And I appreciate you being a part of this. This is huge for us. And uh, I can't wait. We got a few days left and in country and can't wait to see what God does for the next couple of days. So thank you, Jason, for being a part of this. It never gets old for us to, uh, to watch uh, people as they come on a mission trip, in some cases for the very first time. And, uh, and they catch a glimpse of, of, as you said, it's not just uh, what God's doing uh, in, in the U.S. He's the God of the world. Absolutely him move um, in that capacity it's humbling uh, it's uh, inspiring and uh, and we love to make those connections well thank you Jason for your time and uh, so excited as we continue out this trip and can't wait to share with you all the things that God has done while we're here so until next time